With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Welcome back to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast, man. We are all back together finally. The group, all three of us here tonight, we got our co-hosts DG and D-Lane in the house, man. Uh, fellas, it's good to have y'all back. How y'all doing tonight? Doing good, man. Yeah, same here, bro. Just chilling. Love that, man. Hey, uh, a, lot, a lot's happened in the sports world. A lot of breaking news. Um and, and we're here tonight. We got three little segments. We want to talk about the Zach Wilson drama. We want to talk about the home run derby participants. Even though the field's not all the way complete, man, me and DG talked a little bit the other night about the star-studded field, and we wanted to see guys that were big-time names in the home run derby. And it just feels like it's heading that way, man. It feels like the field is, is really starting to get super thick. And uh, we're excited for it. And then we're going to talk a little bit for the final segment about our, our top five stadiums that we've all been to, that we really enjoyed, that if you haven't been to a stadium, we hope that we can sway you to, to make the trip to that stadium in this podcast. And then we want to round it out with the top five stadiums that we would love to go to eventually. Maybe, uh, you know, one of our teams gets to make a trip out somewhere and, and and we get to experience a really a really cool atmosphere. And I know Auburn's making a trip to Cal next year, so you know that would be a, a really fun thing to do to go out there to California. And I know Cal's not the biggest football program, but Aaron Rodgers did play there, and I think that would be pretty special to go out there and just uh, take that all in. So that's what we're gonna do tonight, man. And and guys, uh, you know I love y'all being on this podcast with me, man. 
it, it's exciting stuff. I love chopping it up with y'all talking about sports. And uh, it, it's been a hell of a ride. It's been a hell of a ride. We, we started this in December, and we're just growing each day, man. I, I have a blast with y'all. Yeah, man, it's been fun. It's crazy to to think that we just you just started just for fun, and it's kind of especially for you taking off a lot more, a lot faster than we maybe thought it would. But I mean, obviously, you're on it and busier with it than me and Dalton are. But yeah, dude, it's 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 dope to see like just the people you interact with on Twitter every day, like with you know the, the Crane Crane and Company show, and then uh, Gary Sheffield Jr. Like there's some uh, Eric Cubs of Barstool. Like there's some big time people like that are well known around the world as far as sports and podcasting and you've been doing it for six months and had all of them on the show and talk to them regularly on Twitter. And it's not just like a like here and there. It's like they're having a conversation with you. So man, it's, uh, it's cool to see you grinding out, bro. I'm just glad you let us be a part of it. Yeah, man. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. D lane. I know you've, you've taken a little break here, but man, we're glad to have you back on. I know you, yeah. you uh, you're pretty busy, man, but uh, it, it's exciting to have you back tonight. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've taken a little break. I've had some, <clears throat> had some home projects and stuff, and you know, some stuff going on at work that I've had to take care of. But uh, yeah, but with football season coming up, uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a real thrill ride. So I'm excited to be back on. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. We're we're so close, man. I, I saw week zeros like 46 days away, and. <laughs> There's just so much going on in college football, but man, I want to start this show off tonight with what, with what happened in the NFL and the and the big time news, the the juicy drama with Zach Wilson. Man, I want y'all's thoughts on this thing. And it has all come out that my buddy was running around with his mom's best friend. All right, mm. all right, Stacy's mom's got it going on. All right, uh, and you know. I, it was all crazy, man. It it was the the Instagram post and the comment and everything like then. And I think Zach kind of thought that it would go the other way. And then he wakes up and it went his way. All right. And I just, I, I want to talk about it, man. DG, I want to start with you and get your thoughts on it. What do you think about the whole fiasco with Zach Wilson, his ex-girlfriend, his former best friend, and then, Hey, Getting it, getting it from his mom's best friend, man. <laughs> man, you know he's gonna walk in the, that locker room when uh, OTAs and training camp start, and he might get a round of applause. Like, <laughs> like he just became instantly best friends with all the wide receivers, all the offensive linemen, the guys who maybe didn't like him last year because he struggled or something. Hey, they're all boys now. But hey, man, we should have seen this coming, dude. Like, we like the dude. Like, he went to a school that literally was called the BYU Cougars. <laughs> like man, it's just he was just he's just born ready, and like hey, old girl, his old girl was hooking up or messing around with his buddy. He's like, you know what? <laughs> I don't need I don't need you younger women no more. My mom's got some smoking hot friends. I play football in New York City. Game on. So, I think so, the best part, man, the best part was like all the former NFL players tweeting like Zach Wilson's the goat, like. <laughs> and these ain't just like no nooning, like Ocho Cinco's tweeting it, like yeah, all the big guys, man. So, <clears throat> D Lane, what about the memes, dog? Like, like, 
Man. The Stranger Things one, the Stranger Things ones get me every time, bro. Yeah, I ain't seen the Stranger. You're gonna have to send me that one. I ain't seen the Stranger Things. Well, it was funny because like I just I just got to that episode where like the the guy the dude's mom or like I think it's Will's mom yeah. or Mike Mike's mom's like trying to hook up with a lifeguard guy. Oh like, yeah 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 Billy yeah yeah yeah. I ain't <laughs> yeah. Seen that meme yet. So I just and I just got to that part of the episode like the TV series. So it's funny that like that's like the meme that's floating around everywhere. I got you. Yeah, the the memes, man. With him, with him laid up with the BYU Cougar, like the actual mascot, like that photoshopping, <laughs> like you know, like cuddling it. Man, man, it's been a, it's been a joy ride on Twitter to sit there and watch it. Um, I mean, you can't go really and truly like you can't even you can't even close the app. Yeah, I mean, like every time you open the app, I mean, it's just boom, like there's there's fresh content coming out, and that that's what's really crazy. Like you said, like. When when the Instagram comment called his ex old lady a homie hopper, and then you know I mean what a terrible best friend. Let's go ahead and just throw that out there. I mean terrible yeah. best friend. I mean there's there's no way I could hook up with my best friend's old lady. Yeah, and, uh, that's bro yeah, code. Not, yeah, man, that, like not not your best friend. And uh, and then she you know she she thought she had Zach. She thought she had him, but what she didn't realize was it's a city boy summer, and that Zach. <laughs> He's here, and he's here to sling it <laughs> on and off the field, okay? And I hope he – oh, man, I'm, I'm rooting for him to, to, uh, to succeed um, and just love, love the City Boy Summer, the Zach Wilson. I mean, he's giving us young kings hope, all right, for all the Cougars out there. So, hey, when he said when he said that he had that dog in him and he said, I've been man. trying to tell y'all I had that dog in me. Man, I I have not laughed that hard in a long time. And then where the one where he's on the operating table and it said, oh, yeah. and it said that yeah. we had to take some dog out of Zach Wilson. Like, <laughs> and did, then, did you see one of the like, X-ray scan? It was like the X-ray yeah, scan with like little yeah. bulldogs floating around. Yeah, it was like the X-ray of his ribs. Yeah. It was all the bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> so the one that really cracked me up is the Homelander one. And it was like the reaction that he thought he was gonna get, and then the reaction that he really got on the internet. And he's yeah. like America's superhero and everything. <laughs> yeah, man, that's yeah, this is that guy. He's a character. He's yeah, a character. And, I mean, there was one that it was like the NBA official, and he's like leaning over the scores table and everything. And this older woman walks by, and he like checks her out. He's just looking at her ass the whole time as she walks by. <laughs> And it's like it's like when Zach's mom invites other moms over for book club, and I, man, what a dog! What a, I I hope he goes out and wins MVP this year. Right? <laughs> yeah, probably, hey, pro- probably not gonna happen. Probably not gonna happen. He's he's got the best quarterback in the NFL in his division, but hey, maybe we'll have a good season. Oh my God, man! Uh, Zach Wilson, man. Hey, if you ever get a hold of this podcast, we love you. We love you. We what we love what you're doing on and off the field. Uh, more, you, more of what you're doing off the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but man, yeah, that that NFL man, it, it's close to ramping up and and uh, what's some what's some good drama that we got right there, man. I feel like that kind of saved the it saved the off season for real, like. Uh, the TikTok that that D Lane sent me this morning, the dude standing in front of the mirror, getting ready with the suit on, like I mean, God. Oh, yeah. then it pops a Zach Wilson on draft night, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. I mean, 
I hadn't stopped laughing in three days, man. But guys, like uh, moving on from Zach Wilson and everything, man. Uh, really fun to talk about, laugh about that, and crack up, man. Um, I want to talk about the home run derby. You know, me and DG, we talked about it the other night in the star-studded field that we felt like the home run derby needed, and I'm excited about it, man. Some names that have come out and. And, DG, I, I want to throw it over to you, man, and, and, you know, call some of those names out if you can. And uh, and what do you expect from these guys? Do you expect to, to put on a, a full-fledged show? Yeah, man, we got Pete Alonzo, Acuna, um, uh, Albert Pujols, which, you know, obviously, like, he's older and probably don't hit home runs like he used to, but, like, that's kind of cool to have him, have him in there because, like, he's obviously his last season. He can hit a bomb still when he won't, like, you know, when he's – I guess feeling right. Um, the guy who else is in it? Um, Schwarber, you said Schwarber's going to be in it. So, like, that's four guys right there that just – when they hit them, they hit them. Like, they don't get no cheapies, man. And it's like we talked about other night, you know, like so for some people, like the home run derby kind of is make or break uh, for, like, their, you know, all-star weekend experience. Because, yep. I mean, like we said, like, like, sometimes the game's not as fun to watch because, like, you got such good pitching, like, no one scores. But it's like the home run derby is – I mean, I guess it, for a basketball fan, is the equivalent of a three-point contest. Like, yeah, you got some of the better home run hitters in the in the in the world hitting home runs for you know two and a half hours on TV, and like that's all anybody goes to watch, watch baseball for anyway. Nobody goes to watch no hitters. Nobody people go to watch people hit you know home runs. I know when we went to Atlanta a few weeks ago, we got to see I think four or five in the two games we went to, and like every time somebody hits a bomb, like everybody gets excited. Um, and then in home run derby, that's all they're there to do. So they're not just trying to hit wall scrapers. They're trying to hit balls that don't ever land. Um, so the fact that we got, you know, P. Alonzo going for a three P, like, I mean, that's, it's kind of crazy. Like, what if he wins it again? Does he go for the four P next year? Like when did, if he keeps winning, when does he stop? You know, I was like, it's like, it's kind of a weird thing. And then like, uh, Acuna, I mean, I don't know about Acuna just cause I don't think he's a hundred percent yet. I think he's like, I was just watching the Braves game last night. They were saying, um, I think next week is a full 12 months since he tore the ACL or something. So like he might not be fully back yet, but I mean, he can still stroke it, man. Uh, Schwarber b- drops bombs. Um, Juan Soto, that's the other name I forgot. Juan Soto, I know the one, he, I think he's been in it before in the year. He hit, he had like a couple that were 500 plus feet. Like, we got dudes. Now we got, I think, what, three more spots that need to be filled? Yeah. Like we, were talk, like we were talking about off, you know, off camera, it's like, it, even though it's in the Dodgers stadium, the Dodgers don't really have a home run guy that's just going to go out there and drop bombs. I mean, Mookie Betts or maybe probably their best home run hitter, but he's hurt. Cody Bellinger, I guess, takes daddy hacks and could get in there, but he might not be able to see the ball because he's so high. Um, so, I mean, I guess if they're trying to get an L.A. guy, it'd be cool Like if they went for Trout or Otani, but I don't know if Trout or Otani is going to try to get in it. Um, and then you fill two more spots. I mean, and like, honestly, you don't even have to fill them with big – big t- now it's like I feel like they might fill it with rookies or two-year, second-year guys, guys that maybe aren't as big a name guys yet. To kind of hey, you come out and you compete in home run derby and you do well, like this skyrocket skyrocket your career. Or maybe we get lucky and we see on the news tomorrow that Vlad Jr. and Stanton are joining home run derby. Then it's like, hey, hell yeah, <laughs> we got a show. So, yeah, bro, that's that's how I feel. And D Lane, man, how do you feel about it? Uh, I know I know your boy Soto's in there and and uh, and Polar Bear Pete, man. I know you you got to be excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I just, obviously Soto's. You know, he's my favorite player in baseball. I mean, he the, – the swag he brings and the – you know, just the confidence he brings to the plate. Um, 
So obviously I'm excited for him and obviously polar bear. I mean, what he did last year, um, and obviously the year before, I mean, he's going back to back, but just last year, I mean, the, you know, taking a timeout, you know, head bobbing to the music, stepping back in there and hitting, you know, the next 15, it seemed like, you know, singing along to the music. I mean, he just, he brings a swagger to the home run derby, but, uh, I was, I mean, I'm not excited really about Albert Pujols. I mean, the dude's 42 years old. I mean, I get it's his last season, but if he hits 10, I'll be surprised. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really surprised. I mean, I'm not excited to see Albert Pujols. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I, I do like Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I think what the last he was in it in what eighteen, and I think he made it to the finals. Yeah. Um, I don't know who he lost to there, but I mean, the, obviously, like D said, like these are all guys that when they hit it, like it, most of the time they're no doubters. So mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple, a uh, couple, you know, five. Uh, I don't know about maybe five hundred. That's a bomb. But I would. I mean, we. Definitely with the people in it, with Polar Bear, Soto, and all them, we could definitely see some 500-foot uh, home runs. So, I'm uh, I'm excited for it. So, I'd like to see the other three names. I, w- I want to know who they're going to ask. Yeah, yeah. I-, I was just thinking about, I was just thinking about that. The, the four and the five guys that are in it right now are all National League. So, I'm wondering if the next three all got to be America's. Like, shit, oh, yeah. four of them are from the same division. So, um, they might – I mean, I guess you would assume the next three are going to have to probably be American League guys. Well, I want to ask y'all real quick the, about Aaron Judge not wanting to compete in the home run derby. What are y'all's thoughts on that? D-Lane, I'll, I'll ask you first, and then we'll kick it to DG, and I'll, I'll wrap that up. Uh, I I don't know. I kind of – I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at him. Um, it's like, you know, why – as good of a season you're having, I mean, obviously you, you're probably going to win MVP the way you're having. I mean, you're having – you know, you took a chance on yourself. You're probably going to get a, you know, 300, maybe, you know, $350 million contract. So it's like, why go in there and try to change your swing? You know, like, why, why, why would you do that? Now, I can understand if you were hitting, you know, 220, 230, but like, you're hitting almost 300. It's like, why go in there and change your swing when you're already betting on yourself to get a 300 plus million dollar contract? So, I, I mean, I to me, it's smart. If I was him, I mean, I wouldn't join the home run derby either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way, man. Uh, you know, I'm how I feel about it. DG is, you know, you were the first person to touch thirty bombs this year. Like D Lane said, you're working towards that contract. The Yankees are rolling. Why go in and change your swing? I know baseball's best needs to be in the home run derby grow the game, you know, I get it. I get it why people are mad at him. But I also see his side, and I see the New York Yankees side. Why go in there, potentially mess up your swing, get into a slump in the second half. You're rolling right now. You're up 14 games in the AL East, whatever, the 14 and a half, whatever it is. And 
hey, you bet on yourself and, and you're probably about to win, you know, the MVP. So I get it. DG, how do you feel about it? Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I know, like, you know, he's, he's also kind of got that maybe that mentality, like, hey, I've been there, I've done that. Like, you know, he, yeah. he his rookie year, he came out, put on a show, won it. And then remember his rookie year, he was kind of on track like he is right now. I mean, he had like 29 home runs at the, home run, at the, at the all-star break his rookie year and then kind of went to a slump right after the home run derby. Uh, I mean, obviously he picked it back up, but like he, he struggled after the home run derby that year. And even and, – and I think more of not even a struggle thing. Like, like he has home runs. He's got a good swing. Like, to me, like these guys are such good hitters, professional. Like, going out there and hitting, swinging for home runs doesn't mess these guys. Like, it ain't like me, like us three going out there and, you know, being average contact hitters and then trying to hit home runs. It's not going to mess us up. But, like, mm-hmm. these guys, I mean, they get paid millions of dollars to do it. But it's also, man, you got to think about it, dude, like – these dudes have played, what, eight, half a season, so 85, 90-plus games, whatever it is, at the All-Star break. People who make the All-Star game, like Aaron Judge, who's a starter, he probably what the All-Star break technically begins, what, Monday, Sunday, whatever yeah. the first last game is? Yeah. He probably, he's going to go straight from New York Sunday night against Boston, probably fly to L.A. Monday night you got whatever you got Monday, I guess probably just the normal stuff. Tuesday would be the home run derby. Wednesday is the red carpet and the game and all that stuff. And then you go home Thursday, Friday, and or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I want to say the new series starts again Monday. So like, if he does a home run derby, that's he really only gets a three day break. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you really is it really a break at that point? Because you're you're probably gonna fly right back to wherever your Yankees are about to play after the break. You start working out, start hitting again, staying in good shape. So I mean, like, for some of these guys, like I, I feel like it's just more of like, hey, I'm I've done it, especially Aaron Judge. I've done it. I'm having a great season. I'm in the All Star game. I'm a starter. I'm the most. I'm the highest vote getter. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna enjoy this experience. Um, and, and like you said, with the Yankees' opinion of it, like, what's to say he don't go out there and he get hurt? Like, what if he's out there taking hacks and mess up his hamstring or mess up his back or you know mm-hmm. mess up his oblique or something? I mean, you never know. Like, as good a shape these guys are in, and as hard as they swing the bat nowadays, man. Like, you go from hitting 95, 90, you know, 100 mile an hour fastballs every day in practice or at games to just hitting BP home runs for two and a half hours. Like, you're taking daddy hacks. Like, you're not out there just trying to hit base hits anymore. Like, you're not working on a swing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not trying to, you know, five pull side, five up the middle, five backside. Like, you know, hey, I'm trying to hit 450-foot bombs for 20, as long as I can. And, like, with the Yankees rolling, mean, like, do I think the Yankees could, you know, main, I mean, but then again, you never know. Like, what if he got hurt for three months? Like, shit, the Yankees could fall off the table if he got hurt for three months. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and you just don't – it's too big – for him, you got all all the stuff right on the contract, which I think he could get hurt and miss the rest of the season. And he still didn't get paid just because of how good he's played all season. But um, he could miss the rest of the season. The Yankees are clear, clearly better than everyone else in baseball right now. Um, I, even with, like, I know it's, cra- it's crazy if you say, oh, the pitching staff's you know average, but it's like statistically they're great. But let's see what all like outside of Garrett Cole and Severino, we don't know what they have in the playoffs yet. But like. You can't take a chance of getting hurt. You can't take a chance of, you know, not really getting a rest. And, man, it's like as an all-star, you think like, you you show up to that event to enjoy yourself. I, and I feel like maybe if he showed up, did all the stuff Monday, did a home run every Tuesday, played on the game Wednesday, like you're not really getting a break. So um, yep. I agree with you guys. I, I don't I, – anybody who's hating on him for not doing it is an idiot. Um, like the dude's the face of baseball probably right now outside of Otani. Let the man enjoy his all-star break. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with the both of you. And, you know, 
man, my thing with baseball is he can do what he wants. Like you just said, man, he is the face of baseball to an extent, like you said, with Otani and everything. And right now I just feel like he's he's right there with with a trout Otani and then you got Judge and I know a lot of people throw Tatis in there, but he's on that billboard, man. He's on that he's on that Mount Rushmore type deal. So he can do whatever he wants to right now. And I'm I'm right there with him. I, I think it's a no go and you sit out and you think about your you think about your team first this year because this is the first time the Yankees, you know, since what's 19, I think they had a chance in 19, but uh, this is their first legitimate shot since 09, man, like where I really feel like they can get it done. So getting off the baseball talk, you know, uh, we're wrapping that up and we're going to move into our last segment tonight and we are going to talk about SEC stadiums, uh, what stadiums you want to go to um, nationally, SEC. It can be whatever, man. We don't really care. I know you guys have been to some tremendous stadiums. I've been to some tremendous stadiums. Um, and I, I just want to get your top five stadiums that you've been to and the top five stadiums that you want to go to. So we'll kick this thing off and, and we'll, uh, we'll give, you know, uh, we'll give our top five and, and we'll get rolling there. We'll, we'll start with top five that we've been to. So D lane, man, if you could, uh, give me your top five stadiums that you've been to in college football. Uh, so the, the top five that I've been to in college football, I say, I've been to, uh, Oh, I say I've been to Mississippi State. Um, obviously, that place is crazy with all the cowbells. Um, I'm probably gonna put them at number five. Uh, that was a uh, right day we went to Mississippi State, Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damon's first year in Gainesville. Yeah, we went to uh, Mississippi State, Florida. I'll probably put them at number five because that's a uh, crazy. I mean, just the cowbells. I mean, it, it's not a very big stadium, but uh, I mean, you get all them cowbells going and it's uh it, it gets loud in there so uh no I'll probably put them in, huh is they hold sixty one thousand and yeah. it's sixty thousand cowbells deep yeah i mean that's yeah so i mean you gotta think you know like you said like sixty thousand cowbells deep i mean that, that place it gets pretty loud so uh I was, i'll probably put them at five and then um i'll put uh <clears throat> i'll probably put bryant denny no, 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 I'm not. I'm gonna leave them out. I'm about to say just the ones I've been to, I'll put uh I'll put Jordan Hare at four. Um I'm about to say we me and D we've been to a couple up there and I don't think not yet. We haven't been to a good enough game that I could say the atmosphere, you know, put me over the top. Like, yeah, yeah. it gets loud, but um it just hasn't it hasn't been to the potential that I think Jordan Hare could be at. Yeah. And uh so I'll put them at four. And number three, I'm gonna go with the swamp. Uh me and D we went uh Auburn, Florida, Bo Nick's first year. Um it was I mean Auburn had a lot of chances to quiet that crowd. Um, yeah, what a shit show that was. Yeah, I mean we had a lot of chances to uh to quiet the crowd, take them completely out the game. Um, and they didn't. Uh obviously the crowd got to Bo Nick's. Uh, that was it was a crazy atmosphere in Gainesville. Uh, I would definitely enjoy to go back to see a night game, but I'll put Florida at three, and then number two, I'm going with uh with the Death Valley, in uh, Clemson, South Carolina. I'll go uh going with that Death Valley. Uh, me and okay. Dave we went up there for 
What? Were you gonna say something? No, no, no I was saying okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, we went uh, we went up there for the Clemson Auburn. Jarrett Stidham, he got sacked twelve times. <laughs> and you know, seeing Clemson run down the hill, uh, they have a their own DJ is like in like one of the corners, uh, like on the other side of the of the of the hill. Uh, so that that place, it it got pretty, it got rocking. Um, it, it was also a very close game, and then by far, uh, number number one. I mean, it should be everybody's number one, and that's a uh, that's Death Valley in in Baton Rouge. Uh, no doubt, that's by far the greatest the greatest college football atmosphere that anybody could possibly ever witness. Uh, thankfully and luckily, me and D got to go to watch Joey B in 2019. Um, and, man, I you'll never see a fan base love a college football team like LSU fans. I mean, when you when you say they are ride, ride or die, I mean, they'll kill for LSU. And that's – that's the, you better not wear anything with Alabama down there. I can tell you that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, any atmosphere, man, when they – when they played neck and when you got 102,000 people, man, when they were bowing and especially, I mean, I, I, me and D, we still talk about it, man. When, when Dan Mullen, when Florida went three and out, they, he, for some reason he brought in Emory Jones and when they went three and out and then Joey B when the, I think it was like, actually, I think it was like two possessions later, Joey B threw that long touchdown pass to, uh, to Justin Jefferson. And they all, when 102,000 people started bowing, mm. I, man, I looked at D and I said, hey, buddy. <laughs> I said, it's ball game. <laughs> and then, you know, and then near the end of the game, what was really disrespectful um, was, I, 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 I don't know if it was all 100,000, but they started gator jumping. And that was, that was, that was, uh, it was a little disrespectful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, LSU by far number one that, that I've been to. So uh, I'm about to say, but I'd I'd like to hear y'all's list. See if we see how many are close, you know. Yeah, and and one thing I want to say is is we were talking about ranking this list, right? And like the most intimidating stadiums and everything. But we we all agreed that we didn't want to throw a list out there of stadiums that we haven't been to, right? And we wanted to give these schools, you know, their props and and the atmospheres that we have experienced. And I think that's what's special about each of these lists, man. And DG, I want to hear your five. Yeah, man. So I mean, um, stadium-wise, it's going to be the exact same stadium, just a little bit different order. Because I mean, I don't, I've literally been to—I mean, I don't even know how many college football games I've been to, but shoot, since 2014, every game I've been to, Dawson's been with me. Um, <laughs> Except for last year, I went to far Alabama, but that's literally the only game that me and Dalton haven't been um, been to together since it was all basically since we've known each other. Like we've gone um, to games together every year, man. So um, we've been to some fantastic. Like on top of the atmosphere, like I, I feel like, man, outside of maybe two games, all of the games have just been bangers. I mean, like last second touchdowns, you know, field goals, last second plays you know, last minute drive, like it just like stuff, you know, like stuff you're willing to pay for to go watch. And uh, I mean, I, I say, I agree. I think my fifth one um, was Mississippi state. 
Um, I would, you know, obviously the cowbells are loud, but we were like obviously an upper deck, and like to me, like the cowbells on our to us didn't seem as loud as they probably do on the field, just because like we're above. Most of the noise is in the bottom section. Um, but it was cool. Like it's just kind of one of like for me, like I I, I want to get you know knock off all this as he stayed off my list. And like Florida doesn't play them very often. Um, lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's closer to us than, you know, driving. I mean, I guess I'd rather go to Gainesville, but... It's a little bit closer. It's one of those games, like, like I said, far don't play them very often. It was Dan Owens' first year in Gainesville, so, like, you knew the atmosphere was going to be rocking. Um, so, it was a fun atmosphere. Campus, you know, campus was nice. Like, you know, we we uh, got there midday. Didn't really do a ton just because, like, we didn't really know any, anybody or anything. So, we just kind of walked around and checked out the scenery. Um, good scenery there for sure. Um, fourth Stadium – as far it's so tough, man, because like it just kind of depends on what you're judged on. Like if you judge on like just the atmosphere around the stadium or like the atmosphere within the stadium. And um, I think as far as like if I'm gonna judge it, like put those two together and pick, um, I'd actually say fourth's probably Clemson for me. Like mm-hmm. it was a fun, it was, it was kind of just another place. Like we never obviously it was cool to go, but we like we got there super early for a late game. I'm not super early, but like midday for a late game. Obviously, we don't know people in Clemson, South Carolina, so like. <laughs> Um, and Clemson, man, when I tell you it's in the middle of freaking nowhere, like it's in the middle of nowhere. So, like, once you're on campus, you're stuck. Like, it's not like you can go get food and just kind of walk around and vibe. Like, there's not restaurants around because it's like it's own. It's like if you've ever been to Disney World, it's like you yeah. drive, you're just driving down on like a highway, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, take a left here, Clemson. And it's like back in the woods. And it's like you would never know that a massive college is back there. But I mean, beautiful campus, beautiful stadium. Like the the running down the hill thing, man, it's probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like. Especially growing up playing NCAA football and like seeing it on TV all the time, like getting to be a part of it. Um, you know, they they video them getting on the bus. They watched the bus drive all the way around the stadium. Um, it was the year after they had just beat Alabama for the national championship. So like, um, it was super dope, like to be a part of kind of celebration. I know one thing was me and Dalton like made notice of when we were there. Out of all the places we've ever been, probably some of the nicest people ever. Like Dalton, Dalton was decked out in Auburn gear, and like, I don't even remember what I had. I probably had an Auburn shirt on too, just because like I didn't give a shit he won. And like, man, these people were freaking like, man, if y'all need anything, like you ask us where to go, blah blah, blah we'll tell you this, this, and this. Oh, I was like, man, these people are awesome. If you show up to anywhere in the SEC with the opposite team shirt on, like you're getting dog cussed the whole time, unless you're real <laughs> lucky and you're unless you're with someone from the opposing team. So like, um. But, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was just one of those stadiums, like, you know, hey, I've been to Clemson. Like, I don't know anybody besides Dalton that's ever been there. So, it's like, 
you know, it's cool to say I've been there. Um, second or third, third for me, I'd say, um, is Bryant Denny. Uh, I think just, man, just obviously Alabama, I mean, as much as we hate them, the tradition just around the program, just like, just so cool. Like, like it's just like a, the, the all, just like, I know when we went and watched them play Florida, our senior high school, man, like, we don't give a crap about watching that stupid walk of champions thing. But as soon as they started, me and D ran over there and watched it. It was just like, cause, you know, it's like, it's literally like, to me, it's, Nick Saban's the most famous person in the state of Alabama. And he's walking in. These dudes are all dressed to the to the nines, like just looking top notch. Um, the atmosphere, obviously, they sell out because they kick it right there. So like, everybody wants to go watch them play. Um, atmosphere was cool. Like it was loud. Um, I, I bet nowadays new, with their new light show, I bet going to a night game would be um, pretty cool. But I'd say it's second. Um, and then my top two are, well, I guess, Dalton's. I think our top two is the same. Um, Florida for me is number two. Like I've been to Florida so many times. I mean, I was there when Tebow was there, so the atmospheres were awesome. Um, like Dalton said, that Auburn game was fantastic. And then I went this past year for the Alabama uh, Alabama Florida game, and I want to say like out of the three of how you know the three of the nine games I've probably been to in the swamp, like three of them are on the top five or top six like most like highly attended games in Florida history. So like. Um, you know, obviously that's packed out. I know I told Dalton when we left the Auburn Alabama game or Auburn Florida game, it was probably the loudest, loudest I'd ever ever witnessed Gainesville. Like from the start of the game to the end of the game. Like it was just I felt there was just never a like a other than maybe halftime, the where it was just quiet. Like it was just so loud. I mean it was so loud, like Auburn fans and like players were claiming that Florida was like pulling in sound from like speakers and stuff. Like and then you know, after that week, I mean, I remember um, like Gus Malzahn was saying, like, we we did all we could for a week and a half to get ready for that game with the loud the crowd noise, and like he was like, man, like, that's just one of the loudest stadiums I've ever been in. And uh, so obviously that just, I mean, the fact that I'm a Florida fan, like that feeds into that. And then it was, you know, a great for me, a great game to watch, and then just super loud. But then just like D said, man, like if you're an SEC fan. If you live in the South or you just ever get the opportunity to because your team comes to Death Valley, bro, like, man, you got to go. Like, we've been even twice now. Um, the first one was like a noon game because that year that Florida LSU got postponed because the hurricane or whatever. So, like, that one obviously wasn't nearly the same atmosphere, but it was still, you know, bumping. But, man, when we went to that night game at Death Valley, like, we had all, you know, everybody touched, oh, man, you don't want to you don't want to be at Death Valley at night. Like, those fans are crazy. They're going to, you know, try to kill you or whatever, man. Like, we've never had an issue both times we've been with fans like sure they're gonna talk shit but that's what fans do and like mm-hmm. it's nothing i never once have i showed up like man i'm fearing for my life like they just talk smack like a normal college football fan does and you just roll on with it like you talk smack back go sit down mm-hmm. um but yeah dude like the whole the whole thing was just like like walking up to the stadium like i know when we went it was homecoming so like they had a massive parade man i've never seen so many people trying to get me like I, we live in mobile where Mardi Gras huge and i've never seen so many people trying to catch beads. And, like, these people were wrapped around a basketball arena. Like, there's people standing on damn Mike Tiger's cage. Like, it was rocking, dude. And then, like, I remember me and D got in the stadium probably an hour, 20, hour and a half before the game started just just to, you know, be in there. And the student section was already completely full. Like, mm-hmm. it was that crowded of a game. And then, like, they did, like, a freaking um, parachute guys jumped out of a plane to deliver the football, you know, they they had like Booger McFarlane or somebody do like a pregame hype video. And you remember that year was a year they were putting out those gas videos of all our games. Um, 
So they had that. And then, like, they were just a great game. Like, I mean, it was two-score game, but, you know, up until the last probably five, six minutes, it was back and forth, loud as shit. I mean, uh, just, it, the, the, it, it lived up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you hear about Death Valley on TV or you watch it on – you hear about it, you know, on college game day or, you know, you just hear the noise when the you know, games are there. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it lived up to every single, um, you know, hype story you hear about Death Valley night. So – my, that that definitely my top five: LSU one, Florida two, Bryant Denny, Clemson, and uh, Mississippi State. Mm. Well, fellas, uh, my top five. I'm I'm gonna roll with Ole Miss at Vaught Hemingway Stadium at number five. I had the chance to go there uh, when Sean White was the quarterback for Auburn. I sat on the second row uh, on the ten yard line and. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people, uh, you know, they say it's not a big stadium, which it's not. I think it holds like 60 – I think it holds like 63, 64,000 people, something like that. But, man, Ole Miss fans, they're special. They're special. And and the Grove, the pregame setting, the tailgating at the Grove, man, the the – the trees and, and on campus and, and just uh, the, the sites of everything, the, the walk of champions that they have and the Manning, you know, the Manning family there and just that stadium, man, with the Chucky Mullins statue when they run out and touch Chucky Mullins, a statue, it's, it's, it's special, man. And, and it, Hey, it, it, it's loud in there. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, they don't believe it, but the hotty toddy in there, man, it, it gets rocking. And it was a hell of a game that I went to. Uh, Chad Kelly was in there slinging it around, and Auburn ended up coming out with a victory that night. And it, it was just a special place, a special, special place. And then, uh, you know, you leave Ole Miss, man, and you got Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, right up the street, man, and you can go to Memphis and and live it up, you know. It, it's just right up the road. And it's just a great college town in the stadium is is it, i mean it's special to me i had one hell of a time there and coming in at four man i'm gonna come in at four with bryant denny stadium i have been to numerous games at bryant denny and intimidating stadium i'm gonna say it's not very intimidating but as far as class and tradition and just everything that you know that has happened inside that stadium and all the greats that have played there and, you know, Bear Bryant and, and um, you know, just his name on the stadium and then Coach Saban and all the legacies and dynasties that it just involved with that program, man. It's, uh, it's special. It's special and it's a sight to see. And if you've never been to an Alabama game, you got to go. It's it's you know they got the the TVs in the each corner of the stadium man and and it's just a hundred and two thousand people and when they play that Dixieland delight man that that place gets rocking and uh, it's it's just the tradition factor for me man it's it's everything you know Alabama's the face of college football and it, it's a special place it really is and then at at number three man. Number three, I got Jordan Hare coming in at number three. And I know D-Lane said that he hasn't really been to a game where it pops off. But 
when they let that eagle go and that whole stadium gets rocking and and it's it's war eagle and until he hits the the 50 right there on the AU and everything man it is uh it's it's badass it's one of the best things in college football and it's it's wild at night Jordan Hare at night is absolutely wild. And I know, DG, you being a Florida fan, man, Florida has come in there and they've had some freaking battles with Auburn at, at night. And I was there last year at the Ole Miss game, man, and Matt Corral was, you know, Heisman front runner. And I remember Jalen Simpson cutting across the, the back of the end zone and Matt Corral made a throw across his body and Jalen Simpson picked it off and – Man, Jordan Hare just went absolutely nuts. It was rocking, and then they got the swag surfing going. You know, swag when I surf in the student section, and now they got the they got the orange LED lights and everything that flicker, and they shoot the fireworks up off the off the biggest jumbotron in college football and everything. And I think you know, Jordan Hare holds what eighty seven thousand people, and and it's in my opinion, it gets louder than Bryant Denny in. Uh, it, and there's a special voodoo with with Jordan Hare, man. It's it's a tough place to play. You saw with Alabama this past Iron Bowl. You know they're playing the national championship game, man. And and like I just said about Bryant Denny, the tradition and everything. And they come into Jordan Hare and they had to go four overtimes, man. And I mean Auburn was a six and six club, you know, a six and five club at that time. And they were on a losing streak. They were on a three-game losing streak. And they took the number two team in the country to four overtimes. So th- that's how much that's how much Jordan Hare can really uh, affect a ball game and the, and the voodoo that it has on it right there. And, and the fan base at Auburn, uh, they're, they're second to none in my opinion, man. They get rowdy. And uh, number two for me, man, it's been a long time since I've been there. But when I did go – Neyland Stadium and the Tennessee Volunteers, man, uh, just absolutely incredible. That that place, it's it's it, it's phenomenal, man. The tailgating scene, uh, the river right there along the stadium and everything. And once you get inside this place, and they form the T, and uh, the Vols run out, and it's it's slam packed, bro. It doesn't matter how bad Tennessee is; they're slam packed, and Tennessee fans are some of the most loyal fans in the country, bro, because they are gonna pack it out. And when you get up in that upper deck, man, I sat up in the upper deck with my grandpa and my dad, and it's steep, cause it's steep, and you can feel over a hundred thousand people in there. And when you look down, it feels like if you make one wrong one wrong motion, man, uh, you're you're falling out of that mug and. It, it, it is wild, and we saw last year with the golf balls and the mustard bottles at Lane Kiffin how passionate they are, man. They are uh, a special group of fans up there at Neyland Stadium, and it's a special place, man. If, if neither one of you uh, – if, if either one of you get the chance to go, I know DG, Florida, and, and Tennessee, I know it's a big rivalry and everything, man. Uh, take take your butt up there, man, because it, it's awesome. It really is. It's a special place. Um and I know one time uh, we went up there and and uh, they 
and they had the they had the stop sign on on Peyton Peyton Manning's little street and everything. And somebody had taken somebody had taken some cardboard and put at the top can't, and then it was a stop sign, and then underneath it it said Bama. And man, they were having a fit over it. I mean, because uh, you know Tennessee and Alabama, man, that that's uh, that's. Well, I mean, they call it a rivalry, but I'm not going to call it a rivalry because it's lost its juice. But it's a special place, man. Neyland Stadium is is one of a kind. And then my number one spot, just like y'all's, man, there's no other – I mean, nothing compared to it. And I, I got the chance to go watch LSU and Auburn play uh, back in 2013, Death Valley at night. And my experience – it poured down rain, man. They say chance of rain in Death Valley at night is never. But, damn it, it rained the whole entire game. And let me tell you something. Them LSU fans, they don't care, dog. They don't care not one bit. They are going to sit there, rain, shine, sleet, or snow. They're ready to go, all right? And like like D. Lane said, when you get – I think it was Jeremy Hill back in the day uh, in 2013. I think he broke like a – he broke like a 50-yard touchdown run, man. And, and when that stadium gets to swaying and they start bowing and everything, and man, it is wild. And I tell you what, man, the pregame festivities, and, you know, like DG said with all the fans, are like, oh, you shouldn't go down there to Baton Rouge at night. They're crazy and all that. Man, it's, it was some of the best hospitality uh, that, that you could ever have, man. The, the fans were, you know – they were super nice. You know, you had your occasional uh, frat college kid make a, you know, make a comment here and there and all that. But like, like DG said, you have that at every every campus, man. It's just college football in the South. But that stadium, man, when they when they go to come out of the tunnel and they shoot the fireworks up, and you got uh, uh what's his name? Uh, you got Garth Brooks, um, uh, and and Colin Baton Rouge and. And uh, it's 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 special, man. When that when they when they play that Garth Brooks calling Baton Rouge, it's wild, man. That place gets rocking, and then they go to the they go to the the little highlight reel, and and the chance of rain is never in Baton Rouge. And I mean, they're 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 twelve beers deep already, and they are plastered, ready to watch some LSU football. And so that that is my top five. It, it's it's a special place down here in the southeastern conference, and I want to I want to go to all of them, man. And that's I guess that's kind of where we're getting to with our last segment is top five stadiums that we we all three would like to go to. And D Lane, I, I want to kick it over to you, and I want your top five that you would like to go to, and and I think you got a damn good list. So uh, let let me hear it, man. Yeah, so I think my. I think my first one I want to go, I want to go to, and I, I believe they play in. I think they signed a, a home and away, and uh, I think twenty twenty six, and that's uh, oh with Alabama, and that's Ohio State. I want to go to the to the Horseshoe. Uh, mm. Yeah, I would I would love to go see Ohio State. Uh, just a great stadium. Obviously, they've been you know a really good football team for the past you know several years. I mean probably what 15 years they've been you know top one of the top programs uh obviously you know with the rivalry with them in michigan uh some say it's the you know the biggest rivalry in the country i don't believe that but uh just the horseshoe man's classic stadium would love to go see it 
And uh, so that's my that's my number one um, that I, I I would like to go to next. Uh, I'm gonna say my number two is it's probably gonna be the rival, and uh, I'd like to go see the big house. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to go see the big house uh, with Michigan. Same thing, you know. Obviously, the history with Michigan. Um, that's it's just a historic program, really. So I mean, I, the big house is probably number two. Um, my number three, it would, you know, it's got to be USC. Um, I would love to go out there and see the Coliseum. Uh, another thing, just the history with USC. I mean, growing up and watching, you know, Reggie Bush, you know, every other Saturday just dominate. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's one of those just classic stadiums. So, uh, and I hope I can get out there and see it uh, one day. And then number four, I'd probably have to go with old, uh, probably Touchdown Jesus up there in uh, South Bend, Indiana, in Notre Dame. Uh, once again, man, it's just the tradition with Notre Dame. Uh, just a, you know, historic program. I mean, they had Rudy. Uh, <laughs> so, he was I mean, offsides. Yeah, but, you know, that, that's debatable. But, we'll, you know, we'll talk about that another episode. But, you know, with Rudy and the, the, you know, the historic program in Notre Dame, I think Touchdown Jesus, uh, that would be this, which is just a, one of those classic stadiums. And uh, to round it out, um, I'd have to say Oregon. Uh, Autzen, I believe is how they say it, Autzen Stadium. Um, I don't know, just looking, it's, I think that's more of like a scenery type thing for me. Like, I think it would be, uh, I think that would be a cool thing to see, like with Oregon and, Obviously, the the bright colors with the uniforms and stuff, and it's just it's just one of those one of those you know stadiums that I think would be would be the one of the coolest ones in the. the I think it's small too. It only sits what like fifty five or I I could be wrong. I think yeah, but they sits. say it's like loud as shit. Yeah, yeah, but they say yeah, uh, it sits I think like fifty four, fifty five. But yeah, I've heard that it's like. You know, it's literally like the sidelines, and then, you know, right next to boom, it's the stand. So, like, I heard, you know, it's, like, right on top of everything. And uh, mm-hmm. so, I think, yeah, to round it out, I'd probably have to say Oregon. Uh, I think that would be a really, really cool stadium to uh, to go witness. Or, yeah. So. Yeah, man. Um, DG, I know, I know you got some stuff you got to go do, brother. Let's hear your top five so you can get out of here, brother. Yeah, man, I, I got I, I kind of got bigger more than top five, but go ahead. You were talking about going to Neyland, and that was um, Tennessee is definitely one of the ones I would say. I, I mean, they're definitely probably my top SEC team, like SEC stadium I haven't been to yet that I'd like to go to, um, and then probably College Station just because like it's so big or whatever. But um, my top five, like outside the SEC, it's pretty similar to the East. So I'm gonna I'm, there's a few other ones that he didn't say that I'm gonna throw out there, so we're not exact same answers. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State, 100%. I want to go to Ohio State. Like, that'd be super dope to go to once. Um, another one, this might be kind of a sneaky, sneaky pick. I think I, I'd like to go to Oklahoma State. Um, like, love that. Like, like D said, with like how close they're on the, like onto the field. Like, I know you watch games there, dudes, and guys get tackled out of bounds, and like, they better not get hit too hard or they're running into the freaking wall. Like, <laughs> when they're right on top of the field, like, I think I mean I don't know if I could just go watch them play Iowa State. Like I'm gonna go if I'm going to Bedlam, I'm going to, or if I'm going to Stillwater, I'm going to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Like a game that's gonna be rocking from you know kickoff. Um, so give me a Ohio State, Oklahoma State. Um, 
I was going to say Oregon as well because I have one of Danielle's best friends' husbands, like a travel PT, and they've been out there for a game. And they're both Florida fans, and they said it's like one of the loudest states they've ever been to just because, like, even though it's not big, like, crowd-wise, something about the way their roof is laid out or, like, the, the overhang or something, it, obviously it's not a dome, but, like, somehow the overhang has something to do with it and, like, holds in the noise and makes it super loud. So, like, that would be super sick to go to. Um, and then Florida plays Utah next year in Utah. Um, wow. I don't have, you know, I don't really know nothing a whole lot about their stadium, but I, I mean, I think it'd be kind of sick to go to Utah. Like, you know, it's a place outside of for a football game. I'm probably not going to just ever visit. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I, this one's kind of random. I think uh, Boise State. I think that'd be kind of a sick one. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, no, but nobody else we see has a blue field. So like, um, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be kind of dope. So let's see: Ohio State, Boise State, Oklahoma State. Oregon, and I'm trying to just think like around the country, like atmosphere wise, that I would like to go to. I left one out. Yeah, I love. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one. And that's the home that Zach Wilson Wilson built up. The setting, those mountains in the background, man, that place is fire. Yeah, that, I, that would, I could just go to Tennessee cool, and see the mountains, dog. I ain't ever about to. Those are fake mountains. We're talking about real mountains. Um, those are just big hills. Those aren't mountains. But I get. I mean, I guess to go. I mean, I guess because I don't you know, want to stare at the camera for too long. Um, I guess I, I'd say probably go to. Um, oh, and I know another one. Penn State. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. I, 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 Penn State. Yeah. I, yeah. So give me like so I don't copy these like that. Ohio State for sure. Penn State, Boise State, Oklahoma State, and Oregon. I think like you know obviously I'd love to go to Michigan, Notre Dame, and all those stadiums too. But like like I said, just I don't have the exact same answers. Um, I think those few like tradi- you know like traditionally we've grown up like Boise State was huge when we were all grown up. Oklahoma mm-hmm. State's been pretty good for a little while. Like Oregon obviously's been good. Um. So I think I think those would just be kind of some cooler stadiums to check out, and honestly, our teams probably won't ever play any of those teams very often. So, like, I, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever, I'll ever get an opportunity to go to all those, but if it's got to be a stadium outside the SEC, I, I kind of like that top five. So, like I said, fellas, uh, hell of an episode. Appreciate you guys having me on, but I got to roll. We got to get wet and stuff situated. So, <laughs> yeah, bro, we, yeah, we understand, man. Have a great night, DG. All right, all right so D Lane, uh, man, I. Uh, I uh, I want to I want to call out my my top five and of uh, stadiums that I want to go to and everything, man. And uh, I I say number one, I want to go to Notre Dame. I want to get up there to touchdown Jesus, mm-hmm. and it is uh it is one of my you know big to dos, man. Is on my bucket list. Uh, I'm obsessed with the Golden Domers, the helmets, man. I know a lot of people down here in the South. They, they, you know, uh, they they hate Notre Dame and everything. But man, I just I'm obsessed with the program, and I really want to get up there and watch a game and and you know just be around that atmosphere and and like you said that touchdown Jesus baby. There's something about it, man. There's something about it. <laughs> and then uh, number two would be the Big House. I would love to. Go to the big house in, in November, late November, and catch a game there, man. Uh, you know, just them jumping out, running out and jumping up and hitting the 
hitting the big blue sign and everything. That's just a special moment in college football. I would love to see that. Um, Oklahoma and Texas, obviously, uh, them being three and four. I know they're coming to the SEC, so I would have a chance to uh, I will have a chance to experience those. Hopefully, I can get out there and see both of them. A lot of tradition with Oklahoma and Texas, and I think that you know if you're an Alabama fan, you got a chance to go to Texas this year before they come to the SEC. So make that trip. Uh, a lot of tradition with those two schools, and I would really love to go to the old-fashioned Red River rivalry in the Cotton Bowl, man, where they split it 50-50 down uh, with, the, with the fans and everything. I think that would be badass to experience. And um, for my fifth one, man, you know, the shoe, horseshoe uh, up there in Columbus and, and Ohio State Buckeyes, man, I would love to witness a game there. And, I, you know, like you said, man, and just more tradition, tradition on top of tradition, man. And um, all the greats that I grew up watching at Ohio State, uh, I would love to get up there and watch a game. And then my honorable mention would be Autzen with Oregon. Uh, like I just said, BYU, man, out there in Provo, Utah. I really just uh, would love to see a game there. I think that setting and that scenery, same way up there in Oregon, I feel like that would be a, a scenery-type place and – and uh, just really special atmospheres, man. I think those two would be really, really awesome. I like what DG said with Boise State. I look inside the SEC. I would like to to go to South Carolina and uh, the William Bryce and everything that they do up there with the sandstorm and uh, them with the white towels and never sitting down and uh, Kyle Field out in College Station with the Texas A&M Aggies and the 12th man, and when they start swaying back and forth. Um, had, the, had the chance to go to Penn State but couldn't make it happen this past year with the whiteout. Would love to experience that one time. Uh, there's just a lot of a lot of damn good stadiums across the country, man, that mm-hmm. I, could, I could keep naming and naming. Uh, like you said, the Coliseum with USC, man, just growing up with all those greats and uh, all the tradition there. So, uh, that would be my my you know shortened list, and um, and hopefully we get to make some trips out to out to some of these stadiums, man. Hopefully we can uh, we can get out there and and mark them off the bucket list. Yeah, absolutely. So D Lane, wrapping things up, brother. I, I I loved having you back on, man. It was a blast, and I'm excited for these next next couple weeks, man. We can push out some more college football content. What do you say? Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, man. I should be uh the schedule should be clear now. So uh if I say I should be should be ready to go from here on out. So All right, brother. Well we'll wrap it up and uh have a great night, brother. All right, you too, man. All right, buddy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.